Welcome to another episode of the View Charlotte Real Estate and Entertainment Podcast. My name is Jeremy Orden, one of the partners with the Orden Writer Group at Allen Tate. Each week, we will break down a real estate topic, share stories related to the topic, or have guests with experience in various facets of real estate, and then discuss something about our city that makes it unique. This could be restaurants, things to do, fun facts, or, well, virtually anything about Charlotte, because Charlotte is such an amazing city with limitless opportunities. The idea of continuing to educate our clients to the real estate market so they can make the best decision for their family is a commitment we stand behind, and hopefully each of these episodes will leave at least a little pearl of wisdom with our listeners. Let's get started. For this episode, I'm joined by one of my closest friends and a deep collaborator with our team. Rob Evans is an accomplished and experienced technology specialist and application designer. So why am I having a technology specialist and an application designer on our real estate podcast? As both a customer and a friend of his, I can attest that his approach to customer service and creativity and problem solving are unmatched. I often describe Rob as the smartest and funniest person in the room, and he's an incredible artist. Why are we speaking with him today? Let's find out in just a moment. Rob, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me on, Jeremy. Looking forward to it. So I wanted you to be a guest on the podcast for obviously pretty selfish reasons. You mean not for my real estate experience? Well, you do have real estate experience as a client of mine. And <laughs> you have bought and sold a lot of houses over a short period of time. Yes, um, I have um, more than I want, but yes. <laughs> well, I'm pleased to announce that we have just completed our 12-month beta test and are officially announcing the rollout of the Orden Writer Group at Allen Tate application. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited about it. We've been working on it, testing with it, and um, yeah, I'm excited that we can roll this out now. I think we should pause for a quick moment and explain this is not an application like other real estate groups might use. We don't have a search functionality um, for properties that are on the market or connecting people with a mortgage designer or anything along those lines. Yeah, Jeremy, that's right. So this app is more of an app for a customer service friendly app. So you can keep track of the properties that you've been maybe you bought or you sold and have a timeline of events and an easy place to find all your dates and documents for your property and transactions. It was over a year ago that you and I had the conversation about an aspect of the real estate process, and I vocalized my frustrations to you. I, I called you, I remember the moment I was driving back from a property in Lake Wiley, and I told you that while I'm required to keep documentations on transactions for up to five years, Oftentimes, my clients can't find items like surveys, inspections, or even discl closing disclosures from a couple of weeks after a closing. I also mentioned to you that, you know, at that time, I had only 50,000 emails in my inbox due to the record keeping requirement, and that I hated the search functionality that was available within my email system. Right. I had the same issue because if I needed to look up the closing date for a property of a house, I would pull up the last three or four houses maybe that I've had transactions on. And that's not enjoyable. Uh, so we discussed the logistics of being able to create a record-keeping system that would accomplish multiple services for clients of your team. 
And the first goal was to provide an application format, a referencing tool to let someone know where they're at in the home buying or selling process. Exactly. And I think this is where your brilliance in this whole thing really started to shine. So through the application that you were able to build, a client or, you know, anybody that had worked with our team would be able to track from the moment they go to contract, see updates from different touchstone points during the transaction from everything from appraisals, inspections, closing disclosures. Yes. And the key thing here is you can have this information in the app, but if you didn't have access to the documents and you still had to go back to your email, it was all for nothing. So I think this is one of the key benefits of the application approach is that you have easy access to those documents. The idea was that we can create a lifetime access portal that somebody could be able to pull up their inspection, appraisal, or other documentation to be able to reference back to. So if you purchased a home with our team and you're now going to be listing that home, hopefully with us, but if you're going to be listing that home, you still have your documentation, including the inspection report to be able to reference back to or any other important documentation that was associated with that transaction. Exactly. So one of the things that I love about this app is that for other documentation, such as surveys, disclosures, your repair invoices, we have an entire history assembled of the entire transactions. You know, I've worked with you on multiple transactions, as we said, with buying and selling properties. And the idea of being able to pull up, you know, for example, an inspection report from years earlier, and then referencing that back before putting the house on the market to say, oh, yeah, there was that loose outlet that I meant to tighten, but I never got around to doing it, puts all the information and just empowers somebody to give them a greater sense of control moving forward. I think with the app, we really tried to capture what a customer needs in an app to make it easier for transactions to happen in the buying or selling process. And I really, you know, have to tip my cap to you because your ability to really listen to what the problems were and then come up with solutions is is completely unmatched. My personal favorite thing that you did with the application, which I think is just quite brilliant, is you gave us the ability to upload custom documentation for clients. So when I meet with a client, I can upload like their market study that we put together for them and they have a digital copy of this documentation. You also made it so that I can update the market study and put that into their portal at any time. So even if one of our clients isn't thinking about selling their home, they have a lifetime access to be able to continually monitor a home's value or the neighborhood activity. Yeah. So, so, and my approach design was, was twofold, maybe threefold. I, on one hand, I had to understand what technology we were, would be required to create an interactive application, what technologies you were currently using, but also having been a customer of yours, I've been able to use my experience to implement the features of what I wish existed. I think that was the most important part of this application. We looked to see if there was something out there because I mean, if there was something that was already doing this, then we were going to use that type of platform, but it just didn't exist. I know you use Dropbox and you have other storage methods for your team's documentation. Obviously, you're holding on and retaining documents and can provide them to customers whenever they request them. The problem we identified is that someone needs to reach out to you in order to ask for these documents if they don't know where they are right now. And your vision was to empower customers by giving them access to 
all these documents for the entire history of any of their transactions. I really love that you kind of mentioned what I'm going to say, like, is empowerment there. Like, let's imagine this outside of the world of real estate for a moment. Like, I recently purchased a new dishwasher for our home because my wife did not like our only two-year-old dishwasher. And I have no idea where the owner's manual for that dishwasher is. I don't know where my receipt is, when it was installed, who installed it, or how long the warranty is good for. I'm sure if I really, like, dig through my inbox, I can start to piece together pieces of that puzzle. However, it's going to take a lot of time and effort. Well, now we're talking about a home, and there's a lot more documentation than just a simple dishwasher. Yeah, and that that's the that big idea behind this. Is let's take this information that we have, put it in front of the clients for their benefits. And I bet you those manuals you're looking for are probably in your junk drawer in your kitchen. We have multiple junk drawers spread throughout <laughs> multiple levels of our house. And then in the storage area, because... I mean, I'm not a hoarder, Rob. I'm more <laughs> of a collector. So that was the entire idea behind this. Let's take all of this information we have and put it in front of clients for their benefit. And I'm just shocked that something like this did not exist previously. You know, what I'm most proud of with what you built and hopefully I helped contribute to in at least a conceptual aspect is that it really came back you know, not just to empowerment, but also protection of information. And I think the idea of being able to actively track a transaction and also have a record for everything truly in the palm of your hand, you know, is is the greatest thing. So with a year of beta testing, I hope that we're delivering an app that users will really, really like. And, you know, we can take that feedback and we can improve on it as well. I think that's what made everything so great over the last year is that, you know, we were collecting feedback and data and we were able to continually make those updates. And I mean, all I can say is, Rob, you're you're brilliant. Thank you for partnering with me on this concept and really taking it and turning it into a reality. I'm honored to be able to offer this to all of our clients moving forward. And as we move through the process, we're going to be putting a lot of energy to bring our legacy clients on board offering this also as a service to our previous clients. I, I just don't want to let you like get away without talking about your other services that you're involved with. Thanks a lot, Jeremy, for having me on. Thank you for the kind words. Um, but yeah, I've been doing app development for four years now, mainly iOS. I've started doing Android development and I've, I've partnered with nonprofits to help them get apps out the door. I've, I partner with a local Charlotte running community to help them get apps out the door. Uh, so yeah, I've been in all different areas of app development and it's exciting and I like it. Um, keeps me, my hands busy. And if somebody wanted to partner with you on the design of an application or some technology-based product, how could they reach out to you? The easiest way would be to go to my website, notthatrobertevans.com, and that has a portfolio of, of my work. The website is notthatrobertevans.com? Yes, not that Robert Evans. I don't want to be confused with the previous director of Robert Evans. Gotcha. So you are not that Robert Evans. Not that Robert Evans.com. I'm not really sure what to say about that. <laughs> Rob, thank you so much for being my friend, my personal handyman, <laughs> my favorite person to drop coffee off to in the morning. And, you know, our partner on this application, I, I cannot thank you 
enough for all of the hours you have put in collecting feedback and really developing something that I think that we're proud of. So thank you so much for being our guest this week. To our audience, please head over to the application store and download the ORG Hub app or just search for Orden Writer Group at Allen Tate, and you can easily go ahead, get this, and start getting the updates. And we're going to be bringing all of our legacy clients on board. Thank you once again to our guest, Robert Evans. Thank you, Jeremy. For this week's entertainment topic, I'm joined by two of my friends who have some pretty exciting news to announce that will certainly fall within the entertainment topics and demonstrate some of the exciting things going on in our Charlotte area. I'm pleased to welcome to the podcast creators of Title Belt Pro, Adam Duke and Matt Martin. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. So happy to be here, Jeremy. Jeremy, what's going on, buddy? So let's start this off with a pretty simple question. What is Title Belt Pro? Title Belt Pro is a professional wrestling promotion that we are starting here in Charlotte. And our tagline is we are community focused wrestling. We are coming in with a background in hospitality. Uh, We are partnering with people who know the wrestling business. And our goal is to start a company that is for wrestlers and for the community. We want to bring in parts of Charlotte that are not traditional diehard wrestling fans while also keeping those traditional wrestling fans absolutely thrilled and happy with the product that we're putting out. I'll be honest. I don't know anything about wrestling whatsoever. I did go to that Monday Night Raw event in Charlotte a few months ago, but that was the first wrestling I had seen since probably 1986. Why did you guys decide to start a wrestling organization in Charlotte? So Charlotte is currently primed for an organization to be started like this. So our history obviously runs a little different than a lot of other people's history when it comes to getting involved in the wrestling business. So Adam and I have another company, uh, Shocker, there's so many between the two of us, called um, Title Belt Frozen Desserts. So this was a frozen dessert ice cream company, uh, 100% vegan that we started with the idea to inevitably sell these desserts at wrestling shows to kind of be this little leverage point that we would have to be able to have a different conversation with the wrestler and have a more human interaction with them instead of just being a fan and going up and, can I have the autograph? That poster's cool. I want the shirt. Do you have a large? Well, I don't know if I'm a large or my, maybe I'm a media, you know? So we didn't want to have those conversations that you can see frequently being had at different wrestling events. We wanted to have a way that we could really connect with these people. So that pans back since 2019. And then inevitably, uh, in wild circumstances, we become good friends with uh, Dave Foster and Ethan Case. And it really just culminated with all of us coming together, like Adam was saying, with our different skills to be able to provide something that is really uh, not lacking in the Charlotte community. There are a lot of other different promotions, but what we're doing is a bit different from what those promotions are doing. What are you doing that's different than what those promotions are doing? So a lot of the other promotions in town, which are all amazing, by the way, like we are absolutely not not knocking them. Uh, A thing that we absolutely love about the wrestling community is, is we feel the same energy in the wrestling community as we do from the restaurant industry. And that's uh, specifically in Charlotte is that everyone's trying to lift everyone else up. So we love all wrestling that's going on in town, and everyone we've met has been absolutely amazing and supportive. 
But what we are trying to do, uh, like I mentioned before, is really have a community focus and try to bring in a lot of people that aren't necessarily wrestling fans. And a major thing that we're trying to do, a major way that we are trying to do that is with um, supporting the local community. So all of our shows going forward are going to be uh, benefiting different nonprofits and charities in town. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of different things uh, with community interaction. We're going to be uh, having talent come in and uh, directly talking with different community groups and areas and, and just trying to make a difference in the area more than just trying to put on a really good wrestling show. Although we're definitely going to be doing that as well. And I know that you have your first event coming up soon. Yes, January 21st at Free Range Brewing. We're having our very first show. And tickets are on sale now, titlebeltpro.com. And we just announced a banger of a, of a main event. Uh, it's going to be Ethan Case and Chip Day, Best of the Rest versus the Workhorseman, Anthony Henry, James Drake. Um, both of them are very prevalent in AEW right now. And um, it's just a real, if anyone knows wrestling in Charlotte, it's a real traditional high stakes Charlotte wrestling match. And I'm pleased to announce that we're going to be giving away five pairs of tickets to our listeners, courtesy of the Orden Writer Group at Allen Tate. If you email ordenwriter.group at Allen Tate, we'll provide the first five respondents with a pair of tickets if you include the name of any wrestler whatsoever. What can people expect from this event? The biggest thing that people can expect from this event is a night of entertainment a wholesome sort of interaction with, like Adam was saying, the community, um, moments of just looking around in the crowd, like, I can't believe we just saw that. Seeing high-class wrestling being done right in front of you, um, making sure that the crowd is entertained and comfortable and people are being taken care of is going to be my main focus of this promotion. Going around, checking in with people, seeing how we can do things better, seeing what things are needed to really provide just a top-tier, wholesome family outing filled with, uh, you know, big men slapping men meat, you know? Getting back to your earlier response, it sounds like you saw that there was a void or an opportunity in the Charlotte wrestling scene. Why did you feel that now was the right time to start this organization? When it comes to businesses with Adam and I, and I think both of us will put our uh, our note on this, there's never a right time for anything. You either do it and you survive or you think about what it could have been for the rest of your life. And Adam and I are two people who are going to you know, operate with an 85% heuristic. If, if it's not perfect, that's okay. It's never going to be perfect. And we are going to constantly make edits. We're going to constantly try to make things better because that's the type of people who we are. And we thought, you know, why not? Why not do it now? If, if, if not us, then who? And who's going to do it better than us? I think that's such a great approach. And by people becoming fans or involved early on, they're really going to be able to watch this grow and change as you continue to put on other events in the future. That being said, both of you are heavily involved in nonprofits and strong advocates for community programs. Adam, you kind of mentioned this earlier, but how does that passion translate to the mission that you have with Title Belt Pro? Yeah, well, like I mentioned, 
community is going to be a huge focus for us. And honestly, it all comes back to that sense of hospitality that Matt and I have and that we're going to be trying to infuse into this professional wrestling community. Over the last couple of years since COVID, in the restaurant industry, which Matt, uh, Matt and I are very familiar with, um, there's been a, kind of this revolution with employment, you know, taking care of your employees and giving them benefits and proper pay and, you know, minimum wage definitely isn't cutting it. Um, and we're trying to bring a sense of that to the wrestling industry as well, since the wrestling in- industry has notoriously been known for, you know, the, the, the term in the wrestling industry at indie, indie shows is when you work it, you get a, a hot dog and a handshake. That's your payment. Um, and we just want to make sure that a wrestlers know that they can be taken care of in a promotion. And then B, we want to bring that sense of community, um, in Charlotte to wrestling shows where we take care of the crowds, we take care of the wrestlers. And then part of that, a big part of that is going to be, um, giving back to the local community because, you know, that's what we want to do. You know, Matt and I have our, our own jobs. And like he mentioned, we have our other business title belt, frozen desserts. Um, those are really our, you know, our, our professional business, um, goals are to, are, are to grow those and, and provide for ourselves. Title belt pro is the main focus of it is we want to build a cool thing and we want to give back to the community. So what type of organizations do you see Title Belt Pro supporting through the events that you put on? So the first organization that we're helping out is Charlotte Rescue Mission. Uh, They have uh, Community Matters Cafe. And just to be quite honest, the reason that we wanted to work with them first is because we're very good friends with a lot of people who are a part of that organization from their head chef um, to the person that does their photography to their basic, you know, to their general manager, uh, Kyle Johnson, Miranda Martin, and Ashley Anna. They're all industry friends of ours, and they're doing incredible work over there, giving back to people and making sure that people are getting trained to be able to go out into the wide public and uh, get jobs in the culinary field. And they also help them out with, um, you know, giving them guidance on life skills and things like that to really be able to take back control of their life. So it was easy for us to want to help them out first, Obviously, that relationship really helps, but we can see ourselves doing a wide variety of things and being of service, hopefully, to a lot of different establishments all throughout Charlotte, whether it be, um, you know, different communities, different organizations, foster children, um, you know, animal rescue. Uh, we want to obviously be of service to anybody in town who's underprivileged, uh, help bring awareness to different LGBTQ plus organizations and really just try to be involved in different things and try and bring different organizations and different groups to wrestling and, and bring obviously wrestling to them. Obviously we're pretty early on in this venture, but where do you hope to see title belt pro going in the future? We have a lot of crazy ideas and we're definitely not going to list all of them out here. Honestly, the, the right answer, the honest answer for that is we don't know. I mean, we are so early on in this. Matt and I don't know a lot about the wrestling industry, to be completely transparent. We have partnered with people that we trust. Um, We know they are good people. And we're just going to see where this takes us. You know, we have very short-term goals. Um, You know, I don't think we have many goals outside of six months down the road. 
and we're just going to kind of start this out and get it going. We know we can put on some good shows initially, and we're just going to do that. We're going to get the feedback from them, and then we're going to meet up and see where we want to take it. I love this idea of being able to watch something grow and develop over a period of time. And I think with both of your passions, I think it's really going to work out well. Obviously, I've known you both for a good amount of time and all of your ventures, like whether they're classes or your businesses, everything's always top notch with a huge focus on hospitality and really the experience that somebody gets. Is there anything special that the audience should come to expect from Title Belt Pro as far as like your brand is concerned? People should come to expect being treated like humans, being treated the way that they want to be treated, being received well at the door, people being excited to see them when they walk in, and then seeing these wrestlers doing the work, producing the magic that they do in the ring. Uh, it's really just going to be something that's truly captivating. Uh, we really hope to create an experience that has people wanting to come back to see what happens, to see who wins, to, you know, yell at the heel, to bring the signs, to be a part of the event. We, we want this to be a group interaction the way that a good wrestling show should be. We want the crowds to be hot. We want the action to be high octane. And we just want people to walk away and say, you know what? I had a great time tonight. I, I th This may not have been something that I really saw myself enjoying. And maybe you can speak to that a little bit with your experience previously going to Monday Night Raw. You know, there's something about live entertainment happening in front of you, seeing these people do, you know, the, the moves that they do and seeing the, the work that they do and coming away from that and being like, that was a unique experience. And I really enjoyed the fact that I spent my time doing that. Yeah, I, I think you really hit the nail on the head with that. Like I said, I'm not somebody who follows or understands wrestling and probably haven't since, you know, I was in single digits with my age. But that show was a lot of fun. It was, you know, akin to being at a live concert where you're watching something unfold in front of you. It's created in that moment and it exists right for that period of time. So I'm really excited about your event. One of the things that we talk about on our View Charlotte podcast, whether it's with local business owners like yourself or agents, is why Charlotte? Obviously, we all have a passion for this city, but could you tell me why you chose Charlotte as the venue for this new venture? The simple answer is we live here. Boom. Yeah, it's easy as that, really. Um, but no, to be honest, you know, when... Matt and I started reconnecting with our interest in professional wrestling. Um, we went to a lot of local shows here in Charlotte, and it really drew us back in. And the, over the pandemic and over the last couple of years, a lot of that has fallen off. And, you know, we love Charlotte. We love the city. Um, you know, we have talked about that extensively with our you know, own personal businesses previously. And we just really see this need in Charlotte and this energy that we have in the hospitality industry. Just, I feel like it just translates so well to wrestling as strange as that might sound. And there is a lack of that in Charlotte right now. And traditionally Charlotte is a hotbed for wrestling like back in the 70s, 80s, like Charlotte was the hub of the Southeast wrestling scene. 
And we really think that, you know, the the time is right and there is uh, there is a need here and we're going to try to fill that. Will you answer the question for me about whether what the audience members will see at your show is real or fake? Yep, absolutely. So this is a very hot question. Um, wrestling is not fake. It is staged. It is scripted. What they are doing in the ring is absolutely real. When they are hitting each other, they are hitting each other. There is nothing fake about it. Is it predetermined? Yeah. But you know what? So when you go to the movie theater, that's predetermined also. When you watch a show on Netflix, that's predetermined. That doesn't make it fake. It just, it's a lot more entertaining sometimes. I don't know if this is exactly the right way of explaining it, but it's like a professional sport. It's akin to how you mentioned it being like a live concert mixed with this sort of physicality and brutality and theatrics, whether it be, you know, sort of like a theater play. You're going to watch something unfold in front of you and nobody expects a Marvel movie to be real. Like Thor's probably taking steroids. There's CGI. I mean, things are happening in these movies that you don't want to be quote unquote real. And like Adam was saying, when you hear somebody get hit in the ring, they are getting hit. That's not a, a fragment of your imagination. I mean, that noise, that sickening thud that you'll hear, that's real. I don't think I've ever heard it described that way. So it's it's really interesting to hear that. You know, this event, your first event coming up on the 21st, is taking place in a brewery. So are there any limitations on age for attendees? Like, is this a family-friendly event that I can bring my kids to? Yeah, so to answer that question, if you if you know anything about the brewery that we're going to be at, um, the brewery is Free Range Brewing. Free Range Brewing is one of the most family-friendly breweries in Charlotte. They have a wide variety of non-alcoholic beverages on tap, obviously beers that they make. Uh, there's uh, wine as well. And what they've really tried to do in the existence of their establishment is create something where people can come as a community. So for us, it was a no-brainer to host it at Free Range Brewing. And our um, sort of ethos behind our company is that it is going to be family-friendly. And now I think Adam put a, a great phrase to it, Basically, you know, if you're determining how young a child could be to come to this event, you know, the event is going to run until, let's say, 10 o'clock. So if you're comfortable with having your kid out until 10 o'clock at night, you can probably feel very comfortable with bringing your kid to this event. I got really excited when you mentioned this to me because I'm a fan of both of you and I respect the fact that you identified a community need. And instead of complaining about it, like a lot of people do, you went ahead and created something in order to address this need. Where do you think this passion or enthusiasm for identifying a problem and coming up with a solution comes from? Matt and I have a problem. Whenever we do anything together, we look at it and then we look at each other and we say, we could do this better. And let's be clear. It's not just from an ego point, like standpoint, like, Adam and I will really list out what we think was right, what we think was wrong. And there's a really systemic way. We don't just think that we're good at everything. We, we just have an approach that makes us feel like we can hit something better. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah. Kind of like we just did with that question. It was really good. 
Um, but and it's 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 we play off each other like we build each other up. I don't think either of us individually would really do that on our own, but we just know how each other work, and it it's it's kind of like a little echo chamber between the two of us. And every now and then, uh, that echo chamber it just gets so loud and it just pops, and we we have to do something about it. It happened once before with the frozen dessert, and you know, the, just the circumstances were correct with the professional wrestling now as well. And we just we really think that it can be a sustainable thing, and we're gonna go for it. As we discussed, you have your first event coming up on the twenty first of January. As we said. People can win tickets by emailing ordenwriter.group at allentate.com, the name of any wrestler. Where can people go to get more information on Title Belt Pro for this upcoming event? The best place to go is to our social media. If you follow us on Instagram at Title Belt Pro or Facebook, also Title Belt Pro, uh, you can go to titlebeltpro.com. Um, and information will be on there to purchase tickets. And as we release more information about the upcoming show on January 21st, we will be adding it to all of those uh, different venues. Um, and if you have any specific questions, you can hop on to Instagram or Facebook and just shoot us a message. So I have to ask, will Adam Duke and Matt Martin be Adam and Matt at this event? Or will the audience be exposed to any types of, let's say, alter egos? I can't tell you about Maddie Midcard or Maddie Machismo because it'd be revealing a little bit too much of the magic and we've already peeked behind the curtain too much in this one. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that right there might be worth the price of admission alone. Thank you, gentlemen, for being our guest this week. Would you come back in the future to discuss other events? Absolutely. Anytime you want us, buddy, we're here. What about if I were to ask you to come back in the future and talk about your other venues and, you know, avenues of what you guys are involved with here in the Charlotte area? Absolutely. I'll do that for you, Jeremy. Anything for you. Yeah, I would love to tell you about Fresh List, and I'd love to maybe do one of these on Title Belt Frozen Desserts and our origin story. I'm happy to come on for Duke's Bread and also tag team it for Frozen Desserts as well. Um, we have a lot of developments going on in that avenue as well. We just uh, got our own dedicated production space, and there's a lot going on there. See, these are other topics that we have to discuss in future episodes. Well, thank you very much for being here. To our audience, if you are local, please go out and support Title Belt Pro. In addition to a night of great entertainment... You'll also be supporting other local organizations and helping to grow Charlotte wrestling and our entertainment scene in general. I firmly believe that if we do not support the arts in whatever form that they seem to take shape in, we have no one to blame but ourselves for them not being available. We'll be back next week with another episode of the View Charlotte Real Estate and Entertainment Podcast.